Oh, we just wanted to add a minor disclaimer that we did have a few audio setbacks with the episode. We do apologize for that, but we hope you still enjoy the episode. Thank you very much. He taught me, keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. To infinity and beyond! No crying? There's no crying in baseball! This is Sparta! So you're telling me there's a chance? Yeah! What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Welcome to Know Your Cinema. Welcome back. Folks, to episode 25 of Know Your Cinema Podcast. My name is Devlin Clemens, and as always, my fellow hosts, Jason Quinn. Hello, hello. And Vivin Tiger Plow Matthew. Tiger Plow. Here, reporting from Quarantine Zone 13. <laughs> yes, folks, that is correct. If you have been watching the news and kept up with the state of Ohio, you will know that uh, a lot of us here are uh, quarantined or uh, not able to really go outside of our house after, you know, journeying to our place of employment. So please pray for all of us. Yes. That's what you do. Yes. Hopefully, these are not. The only artifacts that remain of that's us, I mean, these podcasts. I mean, you could just say, go fuck yourselves because you're in Ohio. I mean, that's kind of how it is. You know? Yeah, well. Some people might pray. Some people might tell us to go fuck ourselves. It happens. Gentlemen, how, might do how both. are we doing this week? <laughs> Jason's having a rough go of it. Such a complex question. Well, no, it's not really complex. It's really <clears throat> simplistic for you, Jason. You're, you're, you're having a uh, shitty, shitty week. Oh, it has been a shitty, shitty week. I'm at home uh, with the kids. I haven't been out of the house. I uh, went to get groceries. Fucking, what's today? I don't know. Like five, six days ago or something. And then I have not left this motherfucker since then. And I don't think that I will be for probably at least another two weeks leaving this house. I got plenty of groceries and stuff like that. So it's just going to be me and these kids and they are home. I'm homeschooling them and Holy shit. We do not give our teachers enough credit. Oh my God. I could not put up with this plus, you know, 26 other kids every fucking day. Holy fuck, is it hard? Yeah, shout out to the teachers. So, out there. You guys are, you guys oh my god, shout out to the teachers. If there is a teacher listening to this podcast, please let us know, and I will personally give you a shout out. Um, because you, you guys are amazing. Uh, and another big shout out to anybody that's out there working on the front line, uh, you know, in grocery stores and medical fields and things like that, just really helping keep our country together at this point so big shout out to all you guys as well absolutely right there yeah it's uh it's it's become a a strange world in the state of ohio i know a lot of other states haven't followed suit um but here in ohio they've shut down a lot of things here and 
restaurants and they're they're regulating hours of grocery stores. It's it's something that I don't think any of us thought we would ever have to live through. Um, right. That, that, that's the scariest part of it is that, uh, you know, growing up and learning in school about, you know, pandemics and and things that go down and you don't think like you'd ever have to live through something like that. But here we are. It's it's reality right now. So, uh, again, anybody who's listening to this at home, if you're if you're quarantined, quote unquote, so to speak, and you're taking the time to listen to this, we appreciate you guys. Um, you know, 100%. we will we will we'll do what we can to entertain you here on this podcast as much as possible. Um, we have much, much love for you guys. We want to make sure that we're, we're doing our due diligence here to, to bring you something, you know, at least that might brighten your day. Um, if you're stuck in your house all day, at least once a week. So, uh, we, again, we really appreciate it. I don't speak for the rest of you guys, but I'm sure that they all appreciate you as well. Well, yeah, no, 100%. 100%. I, uh, that's one of the things, like, I feel like, I feel like, not to sound cheesy or stupid, but I feel like this doing podcasts like our podcast and anybody else out there that's trying to do podcasts and provide entertainment for people or YouTube shows, whatever it is that you're doing out there to try to provide people entertainment while they're at home going through all this bullshit. It's, there's a lot to be said about that too. You know, I know, I know there's a lot of, you know, a lot of people, you know, trying to make a difference in different ways while we're all going through uh, what is possibly one of the roughest times that uh, we may face as a country and as a world. So um, just definitely, you know, uh, I don't want to get too much into it, but, uh, you know, we definitely appreciate you. Absolutely. And while you're listening to this podcast, after you get done, jaunt on over to Facebook and give us a like on Facebook. Follow our page, Know Your Cinema Podcast. If you have a Twitter, go over to Twitter. It's KYC Podcast on on Twitter as well, and Instagram at KYC Podcast. Go over there, look at some of the pictures, give us a like, give us a shout-out, give us a comment, anything, you know, we'll make sure we plug you guys on here too. We we love and appreciate you guys as well. And then I know Jason has been anchoring the uh, TikTok uh, page for KYC Podcast as well, so uh, go over to TikTok if you have one of those. If you have some time to look at some of those videos, Jason does. And, and Jason has his own tiktok uh as well um go over there and give him a like as well he's been doing some dance routines for uh 10k followers um so please go over there and give him some more as well vivin do you have anything to uh plug right now i do not i do not just just uh just uh pray for all of our health just a collective prayer is what i ask for very good very good and then also, uh, anybody that is interested in watching my stupid videos, just while we're on the little little burst of that, if you're f- interested, it's uh, at Mr. Jason Quinn as one word. So, uh, if you are interested, I do appreciate that plug. Devlin didn't expect that, so I just wanted to make sure people knew where they could go to well, find I figure, it. You know, everybody's um, kind of if they're stuck at home or they don't have anything entertaining to do, and Netflix and stuff can get boring and mundane after a while. I figure if you know you want to see the man behind the voice, Jason Quinn, you can go over there and, and watch this tubby bastard dance his uh his big ass off. So Yeah, I've got uh today was day thirty six, so there's been thirty six consecutive days of me dancing as well as making little comedy sketches and things like that in there. So there's quite a bit of content. Yeah. Very much. 
Well, two things. Uh, first off, Jason, super proud of you for being so consistent on that. And uh, I will definitely second Devlin on you and your tubby self is so much fun to watch. It does bring joy to whoever <laughs> happens to come upon those videos. It is a glimmer of hope in this dark, dark world. Yeah, and he doesn't just do dance videos either. He does some kind of funny anecdotes there. So Yeah, um, true, yeah, true. So watch it and love it. Give him some love. Send him a comment. Jason's pretty personable. He'll uh He'll, he'll he'll shoot he'll shoot a message back to you. Um, and another another cheap plug here. I want to give us, uh, we also this is our twenty fifth episode. Um, so we have twenty four other episodes in the library from zero to twenty four, and they range in different variety of movies. So please go over there. If this is your first episode, go back and listen to some of the archives. We got plenty of content. It's probably hours and hours of content, um, a variety of different movies. So. Um, please go over there and check that out as well. Yeah, I mean, if you're stuck at home, I mean, hell, give it a listen. I mean, it might provide some sort of entertainment for you, and that's really all we're here for, to provide some entertainment have, for you. I do have for, a parental uh, advisory longer. warning. This is this podcast is not for the ears of children. Wear headphones. No, not at all. <laughs> Wear headphones, or you know, hopefully you have like teen Except children. Except for anytime Vimin talks, I mean, he's pretty PC, so I mean, you could you could kind of cut and splice it together if you wanted to, just the Vimin parts. It'd be boring, but you could do it. Yes, yeah, there must right. be some. You could have that. There must be, unless you were talking about the Goonies getting remade, and then that <laughs> changes everything. Nice, <laughs> nice. All right, gentlemen, are we ready to do what we came here to do? I think so. Uh, this week, uh, if you have not been following along, the movie that was chosen by the Wheel of Fate last week uh, was Point Break. And this movie, our illustrious host, Vivin, had never seen. So, um, Vivin, I'm going to do something a little different this week. I'm going to give you the floor and let you tell us what you thought of Point Break, and then we'll go from there. Whoa. Wow. All right. Changing up the format, huh? Well, no, because I just want to basically have to keep it fresh on you. Okay, good, good. If you hate, uh, if you hate, if you hate, if you hate the I will, I will, I will give you plenty right. of time. So, just like waiting and Ghostbusters, as soon as I started this movie, I'm fucking with you. No, that that is not the case. Uh, <laughs> I was about to, I was about to break quarantine and slap your shit. I was about to be like, oh. be a bad like podcast where it goes silent on my end. I take the five minutes to drive to Vivin's house. And bitch smack him in front of his wife and child. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like you gotta be shitting me. You hear like you hear. <clears throat> Honey, can you get that? Oh, it's Devlin. It's yeah. Devlin. What's he doing here? <laughs> and I drive back and get right back on the, on the mic. Uh um. Might have been 100% warranted. First off, this movie has been on my radar for the longest time. Um, growing up, for the long exactly. Uh, I am an action movie, so it uh, this somehow missed my two eyes for the longest time, and uh, uh, I was very happy that it was uh, on the roster. And it finally, uh, fate chose this movie this week, and I was so happy to see it. Um, I've seen a lot of Keanu Reeves movies, uh, and uh, I can see why Johnny Utah is it Johnny Utah? Johnny Utah. 
Johnny Utah. Oh, Johnny Utah. Mm. What a name, by the way. What a name. Um, and what a name. I mean, that was a rough draft. Uh, and then, uh, is it Bodie, Patrick Swayze's character? Yeah, it's Bodie. Yeah, man, the great, two great characters. And uh, this, for me, still holds up as a great action movie. Uh, the action scenes, and I mean, there are not too many of them, but the uh, but this uh, but the action scenes that are in this movie are still very visceral, and you really get caught up in the action. Um, it definitely has a lot of the. This came out in '91, but you can definitely feel the influence of the '80s era in it. So it was like a transition point from the '80s to the '90s movies. So you can see both. Uh, what's going to come in the nineties uh, with movies like bad boys, but it can also feel like the eighties movies influence, like uh, a lot of uh, Tony Scott movies, like uh, days of thunder or top gun, you know, it's, it's, it has a similar flavor to it. So that was very cool to see. Um, the story was, the story itself was uh, not straightforward. It took unexpected turns for me uh, and Beth actually. So uh, that was really enjoyable. Uh, Really cool bank heist. Um, I would rank this along with uh, the movie Heat has a bank heist. That's another 90s movie. And The Dark Knight. Those are the other two movies that for me has great bank heists. And this definitely has... Yes, Thank yes. You uh, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, but this also has a great, great bank heist. Um, I, I don't know. There's so many different directions we can go with this. Uh, those are my initial impressions. I just want to hear your guys' thoughts because you guys are haven't have seen these movies a bunch of times. So I want to hear what you guys thought about it before I chime more in. Um, so I watched this movie. This is actually the second time I've ever seen this movie. This is, I watched it when it was free on Hulu earlier this year, actually. And then I watched it for this. Uh, you did, actually. And I I, uh, I appreciate that, because what a fucking great movie this is. Um, and then when I watched it this week, uh, I, had to, I watched it on Vudu, and it was free with commercials, which means I got a bunch of commercial breaks in between it, despite the fact that the sequences would get broke up with these fucking commercial breaks. It was still such a fucking engaging movie. Like, even though I had to take these breaks here and there and here and there, it was still like, when it came back in, you were just like instantly hooked right back into the film. And like, it, it never like left off, which I feel like it says oh, yeah. a lot. Well, Voodoo had a commercial break 30 seconds before the movie was over. <laughs> it came. Right? Yeah, that shit pissed me off. I'm like, really? You couldn't have gave us that last couple <laughs> like, of oh, seconds? man, you really, really looking this. Walmart. Being kind of a quiet bitch there on that one. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was a dick move myself. But uh, it is on there. So if anybody, I don't know if it's still going to be on there, but I'm assuming it'll still be on there when you yeah. release this. Uh, so if you haven't seen it, by all means, watch it on Voodoo. Um, or if you want to rewatch it, it's on there for free with commercials. Um, so to me, I, I found this movie just, just a, it's just a fucking fun ride, man. And that, to me, it's amazing because I love that like stoner, like not a care in the world, Keanu Reeves that you get in like Bill and Ted. And then I really love like action star Keanu Reeves 
And I feel like you get such a hybrid version of the two of them in this movie. And that is fucking Yeah. Amazing. Oh, that's that's such a good way of putting it. This is like the transition role. Like before speed, you have the like the 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 crossover between Bill and yeah, Ted is, and the this is, this is his this is his definite um not crossover, but his 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 jump start into action flicks. Yeah, and he crushes it, man. So good, so good. And and I haven't honestly, to be fair, I have not seen a ton of Swayze movies. Uh, off top of my head, I can think of maybe two that I've seen all the way through, including this one. Uh, and then I've seen Roadhouse and Bits and Pieces. Um, but. Man, Swayze fucking kills it. Yes, in this he does. Movie. It's just he is just so on point. Like I never think of him as anybody other than the character in this movie, and that to me says a ton about his acting chops. Yeah, Swayze is a definite chameleon what? of an actor, or excuse me, was a, a definite chameleon chameleon of an actor. He can he had such a, a range. Um, he, you know, even doing like Tu Wong Fu, which I don't know if either of you guys have seen that movie. No, I have not. I haven't even heard yeah. of it. I, I really want yeah, to see that movie. He plays a crossdresser in that movie. Huh. And, and and so does Wesley Snipes and John Leguizamo. And I can't really go into the depth of it, but I mean, he's done, you know, he did, you know, uh, Red Dawn. He did Dirty Dancing. He did Ghost. Point Break. He did Ghost, and he, he has such a, a range of acting skills, um, and he's super underrated in my opinion. But I think that he really, you know, in in, that, in a certain time frame and era, he was really like one of the the biggest stars in the world at one point in time, as he just had hit after hit after hit after hit. Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, these all came like the span of like what five years. Yeah, you had so Dirty he, Dancing, he, you had Ghost, you had Point Break. Uh, you had Roadhouse, you had Red Dawn, you had Next of Kin, you had Tu Wong Fu, and he did a movie called uh, Black Dog. Um, hmm. I, I, I have never seen Black Dog. I've only seen like maybe a clip of it or a, a bit of it, but it's got like him and it's got Meatloaf in it. Um, really, really different. Movie. You had me at Meatloaf. You had me at Meatloaf. But, um, yeah, no, I think Swayze's really under- I have a stupid love for that dude. You love fat dudes who are charismatic and, and can sing, right? I do. I love fucking Meatloaf, man. Like, not actually fucking Meatloaf. I don't know if that'd be good. I mean, it could be. I don't know. I'm not ruling it out, but I'm just saying, like, that's not what I meant. <laughs> what you're saying? <laughs> I'm... I, Okay, moving on. <laughs> did it mess with you there, Viv? Did, did it, like, What's that? Did it make you speechless? <laughs> you, yeah, it kind of did, actually. <laughs> <laughs> there was no transition from that statement. I was like, uh, I, I, I had this whole line of thought as far as what I wanted to say next about point, point Break, and it's like completely gone out of my mind, so... <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about the let's talk about some of the under the under players in this movie. Too. Let's talk about Gary Busey. Oh, Gary, Gary Busey! Yeah, <laughs> really good. Oh, um, I, I think he's perfect in this movie because of the style of this movie and the era that it came out in. Like, I think Gary Busey was like 
just the right kind of craziness that you need for that role. Well, yeah, no, I, I think this is, like I said, I said this uh, in the last episode when this one came up. I think this is Busey's best movie. Hmm. It's just, he he's perfect in the role. Like like you said, he, I couldn't, uh, not that somebody else couldn't play the role necessarily, but he he nails it a hundred percent and i don't i don't i never felt like anybody needed to play the role other yeah. than Busey. and there's not a whole lot of times where i'm like oh man gary Busey's amazing but in this movie he is yep. that yeah i wanted yep. to touch on on one thing jason mentioned about keanu reeves um and his uh surfer villain ted persona he actually made kind of a tongue-in-cheek moment about it uh, he actually went into like the Bill and Ted mode when they were collecting the hair samples, and he was like, "Bruh, you got this wicked sucker on the back of your neck," and he like grabbed it, and he's like, oh, "Got it, man." It was like, it was like he did. He fucking crushed it. Like Bill and Ted. I, I I was trying to figure out if that was on purpose or if it was just him couldn't. Like I know that there was an era where people could not imagine. Keanu Reeves besides his role in Bill and Ted so they always pinged him as this kind of um, you know empty uh, and balloon head who just could not who was not very smart uh, because of his the the role that he did in Bill and Ted so I was wondering if he was referencing that or if that that is his like his natural personality no I think it's what it was no I think I don't think that's anywhere near his natural personality no, 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 I no, think no. Keanu Reeves is Keanu Reeves. amazing but yeah, show some respect. That man is a, a straight up, straight up asset asset to us as a community. Yes. He, he is a national uh, treasure, no doubt. He is. Now, did you guys 100%. catch the cameo in the movie? Nope. No. So, do you remember when uh, Johnny Utah was at the beach and they were trying to find? Uh, the, the group of, of, of bank robbers when he gets beat up by that, that one group that's not really the other group. Right. So one of the surfers, or one of the, the goons, is Anthony Kiedis, the lead singer of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Huh. What, one yeah. of the four? Not No, not not one of Swayze's group, but one of the, the, the group that he had fingered for the original bank route because they, they, they fit the profile when oh. on the beach. okay that's why he looked kind of familiar huh oh. uh, you know I I gotta now I gotta I gotta googleize that one because I uh, I did not know that there was also a super small role for Tom Sizemore I had I don't I had seen him in a bunch of movies later in the '90s, but I was like, "Wait, is that Tom Sizemore for like one role that where he's playing an undercover role, undercover uh, cop or something?" I was like, you think hmm, I "Interesting." Like haircut. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Things I should get Ramada. <laughs> Another cool fact about this movie is that the final scene when Swayze does the skydive out of the plane. And Utah has to like jump out of the plane without the parachute. Yeah. The scene that was filmed where Swayze no. was falling out of the plane. Yeah. Was actually no. Swayze doing that. All the other no. ones were all in studio and with stuntmen. 
Uh-huh. Swayze, they needed to get one more shot, and the studio kept telling Swayze that he needed to stop jumping out of the, stop doing skydives because he actually did that on like a recreational basis. So okay, they the camera up in the plane, and they did. They took that one shot. I I think they uh, they shot that scene like after. Like they hadn't even told the studio. They he just went off with a group of yeah. people and got that. Yeah, got that scene. That is pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah, I was watching this um, like uh, not behind the music, but like uh, this profile on uh, on Swayze, like this whole thing on like entertainment TV or something like that. And they were talking about that one particular scene in Point Break and how that movie really kind of uh, showed a different side where he got to play a villain because he had never played a villain. Before. Right. Yeah, I, I mad respect for him, man. No, I, I, I really have a, a, a love-hate relationship with this movie. I love this movie as a whole, um, but I really have a love-hate relationship with the ending of the movie. Um, so I, I love the ending, but I also hate it at the same time because it, it almost makes uh, the death of Pappas seem just for not all that work they did and all that stuff they did just to let, you know... Uh, Bodie Go almost seemed, seemed just a bad portion of the end of the movie. It, it yeah, almost, yeah. It, it the almost cat, been yeah. better if he he'd, he'd have taken him in, but he like he he did all that work to get there and then fight the guy on the beach and then he just throws his throws lets him go and then throws his badge in the water because he loves surfing so much. <laughs> yeah, it didn't quite. Yeah, the, the, uh, like if you think about it, the amount of time that he spent. Uh, chasing him after that, it makes no sense for him to go. Oh yeah, fine, just go, go, go get the big wave. <laughs> it's time for me to retire. I I don't know, man. I, I you know I felt that same way the first time I watched it, but the movie made the, the ending somehow made more sense. Can you explain why it did? I I felt like at a certain point. Swayze became the big wave that that uh, that Keanu was trying to catch, and since he caught him, he was done. He he had he had finished his situation. He it, you know it didn't really matter whether he brought him in. That wasn't the important part. It was more that he had finally caught him, and then he you know he his business was done as far as that hmm. was concerned, and then he felt like. He was going to let Swayze catch his wave, knowing that there was no right. Okay, okay. I mean, okay. I can I can see that on a metaphorical level, how that works. I think it, I think it was more as like Bodie had made. But I do definitely feel that other bullshit though. Like I was like, come on, his death was bullshit if we just let him go. But but I think that, that was my thought. Bodie had such a charismatic presence over everybody that he came in contact with that if I, if there is a, a way that I can get around it is that he was such a good manipulator that he 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 had Utah he had him in his mind and he made him understand you know the 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 power of the ocean and and, and having that opportunity but I don't like I said I really have a really big problem with the, the whole story and everything and, and the lives lost, you know, in the course of this story, just to let the guy go. Right, he lost Gary Busey. He, I mean, he he paid a huge price for uh, for what Bodie did. 
I understand that Bodie comes off as a calculator, but I feel like Johnny was a, you know, at least should have come to terms with that at some point. It's not like he was just a sheepish follower. He was really after this guy. Anyway, so that's, I, I guess that, that that is a valid uh, ding at the movie. Well, and I mean, I think also there, there's the, the story that he tells, I can't think of what her name is, but uh, the story that he tells her when he first tries to get her to teach him yeah. surfing. Yeah, but the parents? Uh, he tells her that he made all these just these decisions for somebody else and he needed to do something for himself. Now, we don't know how much, obviously his parents being dead, that part was alive, but we don't know how much of the rest of it wasn't. For all we know, every part of the rest of that story could be 100% true. So maybe maybe once he once surfing actually took a hold on him, he found something that he actually truly loved in, in surfing and in her, and he didn't really need it anymore, and the only thing he needed to feel that completion in himself was to catch him, and once he did that, hmm. it didn't really matter. Yeah, well, I mean, I, mean I, I, can, I can see that, see that perspective. For sure. And then one more thing I want to touch on is uh, <clears throat> an absolutely fantastic chase scene we got in that movie. Did anybody oh. else really love that chase scene? Oh my gosh. Oh my god. It's probably one of the best in fucking movie history. It is amazing. Such a yeah, great fucking chase You're... scene. There's so many good chase scenes in this movie, honestly. The one of him jumping, like, I know it's a skydiving chase scene of him jumping out of the plane with no parachute. Technically that's a chase scene in my opinion. That shit was fucking amazing too. Yeah. Like the, the, the scenes in this movie that are like the action sequences, like Vivian said, are so amazing. It's that, that fucking chase um, scene was phenomenal though. He throws a dog. Yeah. At him. <laughs> Beth was like, not the dog. Uh, yeah, that part that caught me. Yeah, that caught me uh, way Beth off, does yeah. not like action scenes, and she was like, "Man, this one has got you on the edge." And I'm like, "Yeah, there's something about these chase sequences that are like, this was made in '91, but it still feels like. I mean, they still can't do chase scenes this good, and I don't know what it is, but all I can attribute this to is the director of the movie. Um, and by the way, uh, I don't know if you guys know that. Do you know who the director of this movie is? Catherine Bigelow. Yep. And she is the only director or only female director to have ever won an Oscar. Ever won an Oscar. So, I mean, she, she's she got some, you know, bona fides, some credentials behind her. So she's really good. But she cut her chops with action movies and she's really good. Yeah, I think I read somewhere about this chase scene that they did something very kind of innovative with a camera. Yeah, you know, it's kind of it's kind of before go way before GoPro cameras were, uh, you know, invented. So you kind of but it, you feel like you're in the chase. Yeah, she basically took those huge cameras and mm-hmm. then essentially made it uh, function just like a GoPro or how we would use a GoPro these days. She basically fitted the camera so that it would work like a like a GoPro, and you can really feel feel it because it's it's right there with the with the actors when they're doing the chase. Yeah, there's there's a part in that chase scene. I don't know if you guys caught it, but when when Keanu crashes through that plate glass window, that sliding glass door, he actually picks up a a potted plant and throws it through the the glass the, the door. And it was yeah. something very subtle that I caught 
watching it this time, I was like, I thought he just crashed through the 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 the, the, the sliding glass door, but he actually picked up a potted plant and threw it through the window first. Ah, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. It's it's very it's such a quick move. It's just so it it's so it flows so seamless. That's what I think makes the chase scene so amazing is that it it never it's such a seamless thing. It's almost like uh, like for bad example, it's like almost like watching somebody who's really good at parkour run like a, a parkour course or whatever the hell you want to call it. Like it's such a seamless transition between everything that they do that it just feels so fluid. And, and that that's why you probably miss that potted plant situation. Cause I, I picked it yeah. up in this very viewing too, but the man, thing that I can kind of closely attribute it to, and, it, and Vivian will understand what I'm talking about here is the, the running home scene from Ferris Bueller. <laughs> that's yeah. the only thing i can kind of attribute this this chasing to because every time i see both of them i'm like man i'm like these are almost kind of like the same thing but they're two completely different things but the way that that ferris is running home and the way that this is shot with them chasing each other is almost kind of the, the same sequence of events yeah it, it definitely i can see that being a touch point or a touchstone for this this scene um it, yeah, it, yeah I, I'm not even. Sh- yeah, I, I still try to like. I try to do some research on this movie and how they, how they actually shot this movie. And part of it was the GoPro effect. Um, uh, also, they, uh, the director, uh, basically had them do like, for example, the bank robberies. They, she did not like. Typically, what you do is you'll stage the scene. You'll say, "All right, the camera is going to be here. You'll go from from." from this side of the, the room to the other side of the room and the camera's going to follow you this way and it'll cut across and then we'll do another, you'll do another angle. In this one, what she did was she basically had, think of it like a GoPro, but they're zoomed in on uh, these four uh, bank robbers and said, all right, everybody do the bank robbery and these four cameras are going to follow each of you as you're doing the robbery with no cuts. And I feel like the way it was shot, you really feel like they are in that moment and the scene is, and the robbery is happening right then and there. So you you really like f- having a, a a camera in the in the fourth wall. Yeah, yeah. Like, so you were you were like when they were in the van and they're getting ready to do the robbery at the end, and he looks at the, the camera and goes, "Rock and roll." Yeah. And then they go out and you follow them out of the van and into the bank. Yep. So it felt like you were like the the sixth man in this van. Right. Exactly. That's a good way of putting it. You felt like you're part of the crime. Like they, they they had another guy in the van videotaping mm-hmm. this, and this was like a snuff film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was that, that. That was with a lot of. Them. I mean, it wasn't completely shot like that, but I mean, a lot of these sequences were. Yeah. So like even even the surfer scenes, like you felt like you were on a surfboard because you were you were right beside Bodie or Keanu Reeves's character or whomever. You felt like you were right there surfing along with them. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's and it's something that we kind of see a lot more of now. But it's hard to like it's it's easy to think of it as like if, if this movie felt modern in that way, like that kind of shit happens a lot in modern film because we do have like GoPros and shit like that. We see that we see a lot of like companion yeah. perspective if, in, in a lot of films, and we just to me. It feels like it feels so normal in 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 that instance because we see a lot of it today. But if you look back on a lot of movies before this movie, 
this kind yeah. of was innovative in that way. Kind of led the yeah. led the path. And I so think to speak. it still holds. Uh, hold, uh, you know, it's it still uh, can match most of the things they're doing today. Because sometimes when you do the GoPro stuff, it comes off as gimmicky or just like it 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 uh, uh, it makes itself known too much. You're like, oh yeah, they're doing a GoPro shot there, you know. But here, it 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 just seamlessly blends in with the rest of the movie. You, you're you're like you just feel the effect of it without it becoming distracting. Right. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Good gentlemen, do we want to? Uh, it does. Interrupt you. I apologize. I know you're good. I don't remember what I was going to um, say. Keep going. So, uh, what is your favorite scene, Viv? The chase. Got to be the chase. The chase. Yeah. Yeah, that that's mine too. It's it's a chase scene. I, I really enjoyed it, and and the in the ending is, is of the chase scene is so good as well. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, <laughs> well one of the best. I mean, you already seen it. You didn't get to see the precursor, that, but I mean you've seen, uh, um, Hot Fuzz, so you you got to see oh, yeah. that. It's it's that finish to that chase. Yeah, scene. it's an infamous chase scene because of how many times I've seen Hot Fuzz. Right, Jason. Uh, I honestly think that my favorite scene was probably the other chase scene okay. where he follows him out of the plane. It's just it's for some reason that or follows him. Yeah, it was a, it was a plane. I was thinking for some reason I was like about to, about to think it was a helicopter, but no, it's a plane. Um, for some reason that hit harder this time that he it was like the emotion of it when he just kind of says mm-hmm. "fuck it" and jumps out the plane. That that emotional part right before he jumps like it hit me really fucking hard this time when i was watching it and i was like damn he's he's fucking got to do this and there's no reason for him to do it I love but he's got to do it action when he catches up to him he's like what he's like you're crazy <laughs> yeah it's it's and, and, and the relationship between the two of them is so fucking phenomenal in this movie especially towards the end once they find out what's going on like once Swayze knows after the after that chase scene that you guys love the relationship changes drastically to the point where Swayze has this hate for him and so does so does Keanu and the other opposite respect but there's such a fucking like mutual love and respect between the two of them that it makes the the fights and the mm-hmm. chases so much hey, yeah, more hey, interesting. Yeah, there was a um. Oh, go ahead. No, no, go, 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 go. So there was a um a wrestling character, Jason. You might you might know who this is. Um, there's a wrestling character by the name of Raven. Um, when Raven actually first came into the scene in 1995, 94, he based the Raven character off of the, the Patrick Swayze, um, character here in Point Break. Uh, where he was kind of the man- master manipulator and kept a flock of people around him, um, and he kind of had like the surfer style haircut with like that, you know, the blonde highlights, and mm-hmm. it was a really like innovative character for its time. Like if you go back and watch it now, like it was really ahead of its time. Um, it, for '95, it was just so out there, and people fell in love with that character. He was working for a little promotion in in Philadelphia called ECW. And it, it really got over there, but a lot of people didn't correlate the two. But he said in interviews later on that that's, 
the Patrick Swayze character is part of the basis of that character. And then now that I knew that, I went back and watched some of the Raven stuff. I'm like, oh my god, yeah. And then I watched this movie, and I'm like, oh man, it really is like the master manipulator character where people will just quote unquote, pardon the pun, flock to a guy and and believe everything he says, almost like the 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 David Koresh syndrome. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean those those. Uh, I I definitely do remember him. By the way, just throwing that out. Uh, no, I was uh, I was just going to give an epilogue saying that the, those kind of characters are definitely uh, super interesting because they also kind of remind me of uh, uh, kind of the Hannibal Lecter style where they are have such high level of of charisma within them that no matter what kind of horrendous stuff they do something about their personality keeps a flock around them and those make for great cinematic characters yeah. well uh jason what's your favorite quote in the movie Ooh. um Shit, I don't know. I can't think of a quote right now off the top of my head. Okay, we'll go, so we'll come back to you. Vivian, what's your favorite quote in the movie? Probably a lot of things that Bodhi said because they 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 sound cool at the time, just like any charismatic person. Uh, there was one where he said, if you want the ultimate, you got to be willing to pay the ultimate price. It's not tragic to die doing what you love. So I was like, that's a cool line. Clearly, something uh, a body type of character would say. Uh, there's another one where he goes, "Life sure has a sick sense of humor, doesn't it?" Uh, that's, I think, when um, uh, who was it? Johnny Johnny Utah confronts him of uh, basically being responsible for his uh, mate's deaths, and he's like, "Well, you know, that's just how it is. Fate can sometimes be cruel." And he just, you know, he washes his own hands off of it. Uh, I think I got to go with uh, Little Hand says it's time to rock and roll. Very nice. I'm going to throw an obscure one out there, and it's going to be the one from Pappas when they're on the hillside checking the car. And it's only because I laugh at it every time he says it. And Utah's like, or he's telling Utah, he's like, Hey, I was doing this job when you were popping zits on your face and jacking off to the lingerie section of the security catalog. <laughs> oh, were you? Yeah, he had some de- definitely some uh, uh, <laughs> definitely had some lines. He's like, yeah, get some some night security <laughs> telling knob story. Uh, see, uh, see why Gary Busey was perfect for that role. <laughs> Yeah, because he's psych- he's psychotic. He's already he's nuts. already nuts. But it makes but <laughs> it goes also well with the plot point of him being the one who has this crazy idea that's probably surfers who are the actual bank robbers. It's such a bo- bonkers of an mm-hmm. idea. It's perfect that they have Gary Busey be the character who who, who delivers that line. <laughs> well, yeah, because you can you can fucking. You can see everybody else is like, you're fucking nuts. Like, everybody else in the whole force is like, this guy is the most insane person. 
And that's why they pair him. They pair him with with Utah, not because they feel like he's going to do a good job or anything, but they're because they're just like, you know what? Fuck it. You can deal with him now. Like they don't want to deal with him either. Like they don't want to deal with like the fucking star quarterback turned fucking FBI agent. So they're like, fucking, it's Busey's problem. Yep, <clears throat> exactly. That's also a great scene too, where they where they first meet, and he's blindfolded, and he's he's talking shit about Utah. He's like, the shit they pull. Mm-hmm. That's a good, yeah, that's a good, definitely a good scene. The uh, recovery Busey's character has when he uh, finds out that, uh, like, after the fight, and he and Swayze and him are walking up, and then Busey's running down. He's like, oh, did you see a, a little little dog or something? I'm going to talk to those four people over there. That recovery, that like instant quick thinking, I was pretty impressed with that because it just it felt genuine. Like you could, it it looked genuine that he was like genuinely like quick on his feet to come up with a and and a different reason why he would be running down the stairs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was that was impressive. So I don't know that that part was. Pretty good. He definitely it's gonna be hard him. to pick the. Uh, it's gonna be hard to pick a favorite character in this or a favorite actor in this one because I feel like there's so many good performances. Uh, yeah, we're, we're not even talking about how how good Laura Petty was in this movie. No, and she's she's absolutely phenomenal in this movie. Yeah, she was she was good too. Well, well cast. Um, I, I I'm going to say my favorite performance was uh, Patrick Swayze's. I think Brody was. Really, I, really. I mean, this might be his top three, definitely his top three performances. Yeah, I, I, I have to agree with Viv on that one. It's definitely Patrick Swayze. From, like I said, I think this is his best role that he ever did. Um, and I've seen a lot of his movies, so I, I'm definitely going with it. You seem far away, Dev. Um, <laughs> I uh, sorry, is it better? A little better. Um, I feel like. For me, it's such a hard choice because I really, really love Keanu's like transition role because I fucking love the Bill and Ted like you know surfer stoner airhead type of persona that he had in those type of movies, and I absolutely love the action stuff. So the little cross between the two of them is 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 like fucking gold for me but but then again Swayze is fucking incredible in this film in every fucking scene he captures it and I don't know I mean like it's just it's a fucking tough choice this this is I don't know that I can pick a winner in this one that's fine I mean if you if you're if you're Running neck and neck with two characters. Yeah, I got to. I, I think both of them are at the top of their game in this film, and I feel like it's hard for me to choose. And even even the other two, I mean, Lori Petty and and Gary Busey are phenomenal in this as supporting actors, actors oh. and actresses. Yeah, even even the guy that played their boss, he's really good in this movie too. Yeah, he does. And some of the bit players, as far as like the um. The, the goons and and even the the Patrick Swayze's little followers, they all had really different characters. Like none of them really like were like the same. Like you know, if you get like a a, a cast of characters following a guy, they all kind of seem the same. They all kind of seem vanilla. Each each one of these guys had like a different. Personality. Back off, War Child. Seriously. <laughs> 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 that shit made me laugh. 
mil, it's mil, it, it's lip, it's a uh, lip. <laughs> like Back off, War Child. Seriously. <laughs> oh, shit. <Thank> you. <laughs> that shit was too funny. Um, hey, Viv, what would you give this as far as a rating of a movie goes now that you've seen it and been able to enjoy it? I'd give it a eight. I uh, I'm gonna give it an eight five. I uh, I wrestled back and forth with it uh, last night. I was debating eight or eight five, but I think after the discussion, I feel like uh, eight five is warranted. And I'm gonna go one step up from Jason. I'm gonna give it a nine. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, just because uh, the the ending has always been wishy washy with me, so. Um, it's such a good movie, such a great story. We all, you know, we talked about the great action sequences it had. I really think that it, it deserves a nine as far as action movies go. Um, but, but again, that, that ending always has, has been back. Yeah. And can we talk about the fact that they fucking remade this movie? Like I haven't seen the remake, but why the fuck would you remake no. this fucking movie? Who in Hollywood thought it was a good fucking idea to take a movie that still holds up after what has it been fucking 30 years and then piss all over it with a sh- piece of shit remake about snowboarders fuck you whoever green with that fucking project sorry uh, you know i uh the, the, I, I i watched the trailer again for the new one and just tried to watch scenes it's uh yeah they 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 tried to basically say, all right, we're gonna take point break and then just go for the ultimate and the extreme. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, but this is completely boring and you don't have any memorable characters. So, <laughs> it just it, ugh, just gross. <laughs> gross. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> Honestly, disgusting. All right. So, uh, anything else anybody else wants to say about uh, uh, this film before we head into our question and answer section, the get to know, know your sitting section of the podcast? I'm just going to say if anybody has never seen the original Point Break, do yourself a favor and go see this movie. If you've seen the remake and you've never seen the original one, go see the original one as well. I mean, if you have seen the original and haven't seen the remake, just probably keep it that way. Yeah, don't 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 um, don't murder your senses. I've never seen the remake because I was kind of pissed off that they even thought about remaking it. Like, I'm just kind of tired of Hollywood remaking things that I love so much. So yeah, I've also never seen that movie, but there's no way, you know. Yeah, no, I'm I'm in the same boat with with both of you. Not no interest in seeing seeing the remake. You ain't got Keanu, and you ain't got Patrick Swayze. Excuse me, what are you thinking? Right. It'll be a little hard to get Swayze. <laughs> Just throwing that out. Damn. I mean, uh, yeah, I guess, but I guess it was six years past. Yeah. Well, at that point, they had a clear choice, which was no, don't do it. <laughs> exactly. No, no Swayze, no dice. <laughs> no Swayze, no dice. 
All right. Anything else, gentlemen? No, I think we, we did a pretty good, solid job. <laughs> All, right. All right, folks, stick with us here. We'll be right back with segment two of the Know Your Cinema podcast. All right. Welcome back to segment two. Welcome back. To Know Your Cinema podcast. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome Good. back. All right. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. Whoa. All right, Eeyore. We'll break it down. Sing, sing so, this one's sexy. It's actually, <laughs> I was actually going for the Mr. Cotter theme, but thank you. Whatever, I'm in it. I'm into it. My pants are already down. <clears throat> Let's keep going. Well, uh, while Jason's pants are down, let's continue <laughs> with uh, continue with the getting to know our uh, podcast hosts. I don't think that's what we meant when we said get to know our hosts better. But see, we'll proceed. So in this segment, uh, we do pose each other uh, questions. That'll hopefully help the uh, the listeners get to know each of us a little better. So for this week, uh, I believe is Devlin. Are you going first with your question? Ooh! All right. Shocking. All right, Devlin. Yes, always needs to be numero uno. Devlin, go ahead. All right, guys. The question this week for me is: What is your favorite movie that is based on a serial killer? Question. Okay. Whew. Just so that uh, we do not run into any situations where the answer was not within your specifications. Yeah, tell me what answers are is... appropriate for this question. No, no, I, I, no. I was, I was seriously thinking about this because all the ones that I could come up with, as far as movies, were serial killers that are not real. Do they have to? When you say based on, you mean like real life serial killers that they. They adapted into a movie, correct? Correct. Yes. Okay. You you can broaden that spectrum too, so you can you can say like like Texas Chainsaw Massacre was based off of Ed Gein. So okay, and Psycho was based off of a serial killer as well. I just can't think of the name off the top of my head. Oh, was it? Well, then Psycho is definitely my answer. That's right. So, well, in that case, I go with Psycho. I, I did not know that. So, only real life serial killers. That's correct. Because or else I was going to go with um, uh, Silence of the Lambs. But that's not a real serial killer, so that kind of discounts it. It makes it a whole different said, question. That's a whole different question now. I See, I saved you. I saved you. Yeah, I would have been, so I would have been wrong as fuck. Ah, now I'm wrong. I don't know, buddy. This is this is this changed the whole game for me. Well, I know you. I know you have a, a, an affinity for serial killer lore as much as I, I do. Am, so I I figured this would be a great question for you. Well, I didn't know that that's what we were doing. Oh, I just it didn't. It wasn't specified in there, you know, enough. See, now you're just busting balls. No, I, that's true. It really wasn't. I thought that we you just the way it was in there. I didn't know that we were talking about a real life serial killer. It says. What is your favorite movie based on a serial killer? Uh, to be fair, Devlin does have a yeah. No, it, it's uh, yeah. It, yeah, if you, if you take two seconds and think about it, then I was like, all oh, right, I, I think he's meaning real life serial killers. Real life might be you know redundant at that point because he is saying based. So, so. I just googled uh, movies based on real life serial killers, and honestly, I've never seen any of these movies. I only watch documentaries on them. 
So I really don't fucking know. I have read bits of my friend Dahmer. Well, I'll I'll I'll, I'll give you mine, and that way you can maybe piggyback off of mine. Or maybe it'll... I watched a documentary on the town that dreaded sound sundown, and the actual killings of it, but I've never seen the real movie, and I really liked that. So I guess I'll go with that. Okay, uh, mine is uh, from hell. I don't know if Vivin's seen that. Oh, is that with Johnny That's Depp? Correct. About Jack the Ripper? That's correct. I have huh. seen that movie. That, it was good. That that is a pretty disturbing movie. Okay. I, I, I that's a really good good one. I, I forgot completely forgot about that movie. The second one would be the town that dreaded sundown. Both the original yeah, I, and the remake are, are excellent. So I'm going to go with the, I don't know, because I, I have seen From Hell, so I guess, I mean, I'll throw that in there. I guess I have seen it, and it was good. Okay. Um, although I feel like I feel like the, 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 the thing about Jack the Ripper and all of the, the things going along with it is since the, there's so much... Lore? There's, yeah, there's so much mystery behind it, whereas so many of the other serial killers, we have actual knowledge. And some of it, like with with Jack the Ripper, it's it's so much. There's so much fantasy behind it that I feel like I feel like some of the theories behind the actual killings of Jack the Ripper and who actually was the person that was doing them are almost more interesting than the actual crimes that com- that were committed. Well, yeah, I mean it's the same thing with like the Zodiac Killer. That's another one you could have could have thrown in there. Oh, right, and I have right. seen. I, 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 but again, I've I've never seen Zodiac. I've only ever watched the. I've only ever watched documentaries on the actual murders. Oh, I think I think you would you would certainly appreciate the movie Zodiac. Oh, I'm sure that I would. I just have never. The only time, the only reason why I've never seen Zodiac is the time when Zodiac was around, and for me to watch, I was in my heavy film pirating days, which I don't do anymore. Uh. And I could never find a good copy while I was trying to actively watch it. I gotcha. So that's the reason why I've never seen the movie. Yeah, Zodiac's actually based off a book, um, and and it's actually a, the one of the guys that was in the the San Francisco Chronicle uh, mailroom, and he he wrote a book about it. So it's actually got a lot of factual things. It, it's probably one of the more accurate depictions of a, a serial like a, a a movie based on a serial killer, whereas from hell is too, but it's also kind of a, a reimagining, so to speak. Um, I just love the the world building in from mm-hmm. hell, um, and the story around Jack the Ripper is really intriguing as well. It's almost like the Zodiac of its time. Okay, that's a good way of putting it. All right, um, moving on. Uh, Jason, it is your question. Please tell the audience. What's your question? Uh, which uh, movie character would you most like to be quarantined with? I'll take this one because it's probably going to blow your guys' minds. Um, it's Jack the Ripper? No, it's not Jack the Ripper. Um, I was like, man. Is it Lilo like, from Lilo and Stitch? Huh? No. Um, <laughs> I was like, man, I was like, if I could be quarantined with somebody, it would have to, it'd have to get along with Piper, and it would have to be fun. Like, I just couldn't be quarantined with just 
any one person. So I was like, who would get along with Piper really well and be entertaining and keep her entertained? And I was like, you know what? It's Ace Ventura. <sighs> okay, that's a really good one. Okay, I, I really like that one. Good. Very nice. I'm 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 mad. I'm mad that I didn't even think about that one. That's that's all right. Okay. Um Jason, I have a clarifying question again. Does this does your question preclude animated movies? No, I can give two fucks. My questions are very open to interpret to personal interpretations, unlike Devlin's questions or Devlin's interpretations of my questions. Man. Okay. So someone's my... still salty about that last week. It's only because Sean brought it up again today. And he, and he said that I was right and you were wrong, so suck it. Yeah, he can suck a cock for that shit. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll say my answer and then you can proceed to... <laughs> Uh, if you have anything else you need to, way, to say to you, Sean. Have you never seen Roger Rabbit? Have you never seen Who Framed Roger Rabbit? I mean, this is viable. That's 100%. True. That's true. You well, could pick uh, What's-Her-Face. I was getting ready to say Lola Bunny, but that's Space Jam again. <laughs> <laughs> you and Space Jam. Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> so I watched I watched Space Jam again the other night too. So. You did, of course you did. Say, you just had a you just had a Dumb and Dumber moment when you're like Samson. I, I was way off. <laughs> <laughs> we made it to the moon. Yes. <laughs> uh, so mine would be the animated movie Aladdin and the character of Genie. From the animated movie, so Robin Williams, genie. I feel like he'd be. I mean, I could totally do quarantine if he's if that genie was around. And you're getting wishes. Uh, yeah, I mean, you oh yeah, three though. You only get three. And see, and that's where you're wrong. So yes, being quarantined with Robin Williams as genie would be amazing for the entertainment factor. Yes, but you only get up to three wishes. Which is but, why I want to be quarantined with Ron Weasley, who knows magic and is also entertaining and fun to be around. Um, wow, I that that was my first first choice that came to my mind, and I was like, "No, I've done Harry Potter already so many times. Maybe I should uh, uh, no, venture out to Harry Potter rules." <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, well, you you scored major points with my wife. Good. Damn straight. Me and Beth are bros. <laughs> and after all this quarantine's over, I'm going to knuckle touch her. Just like, blow, boom. All right. Only after the quarantine. Right. In like six months, we'll be knuckle six, touching. Six months to a year. <laughs> right. The way things are going right now, yeah. Uh, no idea when we get to get out of our house. Um. Yeah, okay. I, I don't don't want to go into that territory right now. Right. So Here we carrying on. Carrying on the good times. Um who hasn't answered? You haven't answered. No, you did. I did Ron answer. Weasley. Ron Weasley. <laughs> you did answer. Ron Weasley. All right. Yeah, so... to clarify, I mean I mean like seventh book 
seventh and eighth movie kind of Ron who like knows what the fuck he's doing is super confident in what's going on. Not like book one Weasley or like book two Weasley who can like have backfiring spells and things like that. We That's not why I'm <laughs> I mean, late game Weasley. Oh, okay. So okay. I did think about the twins, like one of the twins right? as an, a viable option. But the reason why I chose Ron over the two of them is you get less pranks. And at certain point in time being quarantined with one of the two of them, I'd probably get annoyed with them. The, the, they are good in short dosages. Yeah. If you're exactly. quarantined with them for a day or two, great. For a couple of weeks, you probably won the yeah, wrong. Exactly. Okay. I put thought into it. You, you, you did. You did. I, I appreciate that. All right. So that brings us to my question, which is... If I was single, though, it would be Hermione. Just, all right, carry on. <clears throat> that's that's between you and Skyland. Uh, but uh, I, have, I have I have I have yeah. notated that in the books for you, so that's officially in the records. Uh, me, me, and uh, me and Devlin has has witnessed that answer for you. So my my question: of the movies we have reviewed on the podcast, what movie that was chosen for you do you now like or love? So of all the movies that that were chosen for you so far, for, for you, Devlin, and for you, Jason, any of those movies that now you really like or love? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and take this one. Uh, Gone Girl was, was really good. So uh, I thought that was, out of the movies that I've watched, that was probably the best one. Okay. Hmm. Fair enough. I mean, very fair. Uh, for me, it's got to be The Godfather. Um, I think uh, I was absolutely blown away by how much I loved the the first Godfather, and I was blown away by how much you loved the Godfather. Uh, it was uh, yeah, that that was episode one, wasn't it? It was episode one. It's oh. the very tail end of episode one. Is my well, review a, of the Godfather? Oh, what a great feeling! It was like ah, oh, that response from Jason. I was like, yes. It just was. It just felt so good as a person who loves film to to fucking see such a masterpiece. Yeah. Um, so, oh, I love that you love that. So, yeah. No, I'm really happy to hear that. Uh, mine, I think it's kind of split. There's two movies that I really, really enjoyed. Uh, one was Sandlot, and the other was Friday. And uh, they're both very closely related. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I mean, you could mistake one for the other for sure. In here for a second. What about Tombstone? You're not giving Tombstone some love? Oh shit! <laughs> uh, yeah, we've given you gold, brother. Okay, gold. all right, all right. It's a, it's a three-way tie. It's a three-way tie. Uh, yeah, you've given me one in each genre: comedy and I don't know what 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 would you put? Uh, Sandlot. Would that be a, a sports movie? A family film. Fam, family film, and then you have Western. You have Western. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Ghostbusters was definitely in the running too. What's that? <laughs> I said it's a, a solid piece of nostalgia. And had you actually watched Ghostbusters, it would be in the running, you fucking shithead. Uh. My so. going theory, and for those for those of you listening at home. 
Devlin, Devlin, Devlin did not do this. I apologize for even saying <laughs> those are fight words, motherfucker. You're about to get not quarantined. No, I I apologize. Vivin, fucking asshole, hated Ghostbusters, and he can suck cocks for that. And here's the situation. My running theory is that Vivin didn't actually fucking watch Ghostbusters. Because during that week, we were still watching three movies, and he watched Jaws in one half, and then and then he claims that he watched the beginning of Jaws, Ghostbusters, and the ending of Jaws. Which, also, Jaws was a great movie, too. Uh, no, no, awesome. no, 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 no. First off, I <laughs> did watch it. That's really offensive. Uh, I did watch it, but not only did I do that, I, it went further than that. I watched Joker in the beginning of that day. Then I watched the first half of Jaws. And then while Beth was cooking, I uh, I watched uh, Ghostbusters. Then we went back and finished Jaws. So that's how that day went. So so I, maybe maybe it's because of the two movies that you anchored that fucking day with. <laughs> yeah, Joker kind of messed me up for the day. So I was like, ooh, that's a that's a movie that's going to leave an impression. I think we should do a a a a revisit episode where we f- we forcibly revisit some epi- some some movies for like a month. Yeah, and that should be one of it. Yeah, we will we'll have to give Ghostbusters another go at some point for sure. And well, then I the- can rewatch one of the Tarantino films or whatever. Okay. Oh, that'd be nice. I like that. Oh, like a revisit episode. I like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. where we revisit some movies now that we've grown as as a movie reviewer as we revisit but some of the Jason, old that stuff. That wouldn't be the movie that we'd have to watch like that we shit on. We'd have to watch Mad Max again. No. <laughs> there's not there's not like that I didn't shit on Mad Max because I was in a weird like I didn't have an appreciation for what, what I was watching. I shit on Mad Max because I definitely had an appreciation for what I was watching and it was shit. I guess we can disagree on that. <laughs> no, I, Anybody that loves I'm Mad Max can suck it, buddy. Jason, I really am. Sorry, sorry, Viv. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Ooh. That's absolutely fine. I think uh, the way I have grown so far is initially the the Mad Max review. I was like so wanting to fight about the fact that how Mad Max is so great, but I'm like, eh. You know, I mean, if somebody doesn't like it, that they should have the space to not like that movie. Yeah, it's but, just I like but, that movie. But we're not giving you that same. Yeah, we will give you that same space with with waiting. We gave you that space, hundred percent. With Super Troopers, we kind of gave you that space, but we realized that it's because you just don't understand. And with Ghostbusters, there's never going to be a time where you get that space. So no matter how long this podcast goes on until you revisit it and give it a better review and admit you're wrong, we're probably going to still give you shit. Well, uh, we will have to revisit it at some point. And uh, here's to hoping that uh, it leaves a better impression the next time, which I mean, it should by, by all the, all the high praise that you keep giving it, I'm maybe I, I, I it's just I had to give it a second try. Okay. Okay. So if anybody's listening to this and they do want us to do some revisits, let us let know. Us know. Yep. Absolutely. 
All righty. So I think we've hit our three questions. Uh, anything else before we uh, wrap this segment and uh, move on to the real of fate? No, I think we hit all our questions and we got all the, the good answers there. So Vivin, take us out. Awesome. All right. In just a few seconds, we will be back for the Wheel of Fate and some more, some more renditions from our very own Jason Quinn. You know, I'm out here. I'm doing my thing. You, you are. You're making the world a little happier and appreciate that. Man, I'm fucking crying. <laughs> I'm uh, fucking crying. That's awesome. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the final segment of the evening, of the of the day, whatever whenever the afternoon, whenever whenever you're listening to this. Um we're gonna spin the wheel of movie fate. Wheel of movie fate, fate, fate. Wheel, 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 wheel of movie fate. Vivian, get on in this. Give us a give us a wheel of movie fate. That got really demonic right there at the end. <laughs> wheel of movie fate. Ooh, I like it. It felt uh, it felt somehow like it was coming from uh, what was it Emotep from uh, from uh, the Mummy movies. I would have gone. Huh? Uh, I would have gone villain in Indiana Jones movie. Fair enough. Also, also fair. Wow. Uh, one was slightly racist. Uh, the other one I liked. <laughs> and I won't say which one was racist. <laughs> no, it's no, for no, you no, to no, decide. Curious, curious minds. Curious minds need to know now. <laughs> which one was racist? <laughs> we'll open a poll. <laughs> yeah, this is a game we like to play here. Which <laughs> one is racist? <laughs> Which one is racist? Dun, dun, dun. I think I think the I think the world's sense of humor is about to get a whole lot darker. So eventually, we're going to get away with it. Yeah, Bridge is ahead of the curve. No worries. <laughs> All right. Uh, in this section. We spin a carnival circus wheel thingy uh, that I, at my home, use as a punishment wheel, uh, a wheel of consequences, so to speak. We used to use it as a chore wheel, uh, which we still do uh, every week. We let them pick chores via wheel, but uh, we've also decided to use it as a wheel of consequences. Uh, so that's what we're using it for now. But we, like we uh, torture device. It is. It is. There's, I mean, for, for the kids, it seems like that. Like there's time on the wall, extra chores, no screen time for the day. It's, it's, uh, it's a, it's a great invention. Okay. So, uh, anyway, uh, we also use this wheel since, we started this podcast to select the movies that we are actually going to be watching in our upcoming episodes. We so there are 10 decide. spots on the wheel. Uh, we do let fate decide. We trust our hearts. Let fate decide to guide which movie we see. 
Um, so there's 10 spaces on this wheel of movie fate. And nine of those spaces are filled with movies that uh, each of us has not seen. One of us has not seen uh, these movies, three movies of each of us. And uh, the other space is a space where we let our audience decide who, uh, uh, what movie we are watching in the coming week. So, uh, without further ado, let me introduce the movies that are on our wheel. The movies that Vivin has not seen are Frailty, Ready to Rumble, and we are adding At World's uh, End. The World's End. Oh, uh, Vivin, you have not seen that, correct? Is this uh, is this Simon Cross? I have seen that. Okay, well, you didn't mark it on our fucking list, so we moved to the other option, which is Mall Rats. Okay. Swerve. So we are watching. We swerved, and now it's Mall Rats. So, frailty, ready to rumble, and Mall Rats movies that I have not seen are The Shawshank Redemption, Silence of the Lambs, and Goodfellas. And the movies Devlin has not seen are Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, Frozen, and The Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. Without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, let's spin that wheel. All right. We are looking at... Ooh, very excited for this movie. So fucking excited. We are watching Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Ooh. Yes! Wow. Jason. Devil. Super. Tune in to next week's episode where Vivian and Jason heads fall blow off when I shit all over this movie. <sighs> um... Oh, I'm gonna be so mad next week. Uh, okay, I you know what? Yeah, t- uh, next week might be the week where f bombs start flying from both directions. And I'm definitely shitting on this movie. <laughs> if I can take into it, go fuck himself. I am shitting on this movie. I am ruining <laughs> the integrity of this fucking body just to hear him say that shit. No, 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 no. Hey, 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 hey. you give this movie a fair. Cats, all no, right. no, no, in all seriousness, guys, this movie will get a fair a fair watching and rating from me. I will not go into it with a bad mind. I will sit down and watch it and give it an objective view. Um, I, I just, I don't have the highest of hopes for it um, just because of uh, I wasn't into the books. I never really got the concept of Harry Potter or the allure. So I never sat down and watched any of the movies. And I do believe, I think Matt actually has them down. Down, I'll have to check. Um, I think he actually bought them but never watched them. But I'll have to look. If not, I'll have to find a way to rent them or something. Uh, just know going into this that uh, as the movies progress, they get much darker. Uh, but this first movie is definitely, this is a Christopher Columbus movie. And if you look at some of the past Christopher Columbus films, it's very, very lighthearted. Uh, 
so this is a much much uh, lighter film, much more family friendly. Very family friendly. I, it it's interesting because as the kids get older, the story also get progressively darker, which some people have complained about. But I can I I've always felt well, that no, that, be... that's 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 actually good writing because you're gonna have to have that. I mean, I'm sure Rowling, you know, did that on purpose because as kids get older, things get darker. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. It's very much so that because, and that's why I think that's why it stayed with so many people because, like, when I read the first book, I was like fucking nine or ten, and uh, so the stories grew with me. So it was I never felt like I was reading little kid books, you know. Like as the next book would come out or the next movie would come out, I never felt like I was watching a little kid series as I got older okay. and something that I grew out of like some Barney type shit. It always felt like I was getting older with the story and the story, the characters and the actors and everything was getting older with me. So, uh, you know, not to get in too in depth with it, but. No, you're fine. Like I said, I just, I'm, I'm trying to be honest with you guys and say that, you know, I I just wasn't it just didn't appeal to me. That's the reason why I didn't watch it. It's not just be, not because I don't like cinema or anything like that. It's because this this had no appeal to me whatsoever from a movie perspective. That I was I thought this is a little kids movie. I'm not into little kids stuff anymore. Because when this movie came out, I think I was in my twenties maybe. So I just wasn't into that type of those movies anymore. So okay. Well, I'm. Uh... Um, uh, hoping, hoping that uh, the experience is a positive one. So we'll, we'll see you next week. Yeah, like I said, it, it could be one of those ones where where Vivian actually says "Go fuck yourself" for <laughs> the first time. Um, I'm hoping not. Be not. The end of the show, it might be in the middle of the the first segment. Yeah. Uh. All right. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm excited to watch it in in the sense of like doing reviews. So I, I like I said, I want to be honest. I, I am excited to watch it just to to have that in in the old movie memory bank and be able to objectively watch it. So right, uh, no. trying yeah, to, you try, could, to, try to be uh, fair you about it. Who my that I wanted to be quarantined with was? What's that? I'm sorry. You'll get to actually know who the character I wanted to be quarantined. Yeah, with was. I, I kind of, I kind of uh, faded out there as you two pulled out your wizard sticks and was touching each other with them. So, yeah, we're gonna have to fight him. Nick. It's uh, he'll be pulling out his wizard stick next week. He's gonna be a fan. Yeah, he's gonna be like Wingardium Leviosa. <laughs> Leviosa. No. Oh yeah, anyway, that's totally gonna I'm happen. Watching, I'm watching this bitch tomorrow. I'll, I'll probably bust it needed. out pretty quick too. So just to have a, I might I might even wait till the day before we record and and figure out, and that way I have it fresh in my mind to to shit on it. So okay. All right. On that note, on that happy, joyful note, Devlin, break my heart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to get Vim to say, "Go fuck yourself." Right now, <laughs> if I can get that, I mean, I, I might, I might actually go to this movie with a smile on my face. 
hit him with one one quick just just to give him just to give him some positive vibes in there the, the harry potter community needs you on that right now vivin just throw it out there it's episode 25 devlin yeah i'm doing this only so that you go in with as much positivity as possible and you're the kind of person who needs a good fuck you to do that job <laughs> so here it is i hope you give this movie a fair chance that's not that's not what we're looking for here i mean you got to you have to this tell, bastard. You have to this tell bastard. the fans you have to this tell bastard. the fans to go fuck themselves that's what i'm looking for I, I can't tell the fans that, okay? <laughs> just isn't in me. I knew it was you, Fredo. You break my heart. All right, folks. So we're watching Harry Potter. Is it the Sorcerer's Stone? It is the source. I mean, you can watch the Philosopher's Stone version if you want, I guess. But no, we'll, we'll stick with what we got on the wheel. Um, so, Well, the they're the same movie. It's just one's British. One's, like, more British. More British. You can't get any more British than little kids that sound like they got gravel in their mouth. Yeah. Well, it's just, it's just, it's like, it's, it's literally different in one word, in the entire movie. That's the difference between the American and the British version. Well, that's hilarious. Okay. <laughs> well, on that note, let's let's end this segment so I can go watch this atrocity of a movie. All right. Well. It's been a fun ride. It's been 25 episodes. I'm super excited that we made it this far. We hope that you continue to journey with us. Uh, next week, we're going to be talking about Harry Potter, which will actually technically, this this technically being our 25th episode is the, the full half year of weeks that we've actually been recording this podcast. So that's very exciting. Um, uh, I can't, I'm just excited that we actually made it this far. There were some times there uh, that I was worried that it, it would uh, it would make it this far, but so we did, and I'm excited for that. And thank you guys at home for coming along on this journey with us. Um, look forward to uh, to this episode next week. Uh, again, it'll be Tuesday that that comes out. Um, so, without any further ado. We hope you uh, had as much fun listening as we did making this. Um, and uh, from the bottom of our hearts, with as much love as possible, we hope that you can go fuck yourself. Yeah, go fuck yourself. <clears throat> Viv, hit me I'll, with one. I'll, I'll, I'll see you guys next week. No, no, no. You want this movie Be to safe. get a good review. You want me to put over Harry Potter. you got to say I've, fuck I've, yourself. I've done my due diligence. I've done my due diligence. I'm going to treat this movie like you treated Ghostbusters. <laughs> Your friendship with Beth is about to be dramatically affected. That's okay. I still love Beth. I can't say nothing bad about Beth. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you love Harry Potter, Beth, and I and I might offend you, but it could happen. I, I can't guarantee anything. Oh, all right, man. Why are we ending this show on such a downer? The world is already in a downer place. Ghostbusters, motherfucker. You hurt me. Mm-hmm. You hurt me. You broke my heart. You broke my heart. All right, folks. All right, guys. I love you guys. Be safe. Yes, I'll, I'll absolutely. We'll, we'll talk soon. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.